Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Padres postgame show on the Padres radio network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler, plus an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, Padres fans, the Padres didn't know it when taking the field tonight, but they had another huge opportunity to pick up a game on the Giants and the Dodgers. Same exact situation as last night. A chance to pick up a full game on both teams, and I am sure someone told them because they played tonight like they didn't want this opportunity to pass them by two nights in a row. Welcome into the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scravy. The Padres beat the Nationals in game two of the four-game series, 7-4 to four tonight. Ryan Weathers, we'll get into him. He pitched very well tonight. He picks up the win. He moves to 4-2 and two on the year. Eric Fetty, he pitched well too, but he just it wasn't enough, and he's going to take the loss, so he's now 4-5 and five on the year. And then the Shark, Mark Melanson, or Melanson, he gets his 26th save of the season. There is so much to go into tonight that I don't even really know where to start. You can't really say that Padres baseball isn't exciting, even if there aren't runs being scored until the fourth inning, because outside of that three-run homer he uh, he gave up to jo- uh, Josh Harrison, Ryan Weathers was lights out. The most efficient I have seen Ryan Weathers in his young career, and I am talking about the early part of the game. I know he gave up a homer to Juan Soto, but he was cruising in this game and he looked better than I've ever seen him. And at the time that Jay Stingler took him out, I was a little uh, perturbed by the fact that Jay Stingler took him out. He was only at like 71 or uh, let me see. He was only at 72, 71 pitches. Yeah. 44 strike. And I thought he had a little bit more in him, but you know, he did. uh, There was a, a conversation on Twitter. I had with someone and they made a good point that In the end, when you look back on the decision to take out Ryan Weathers, it seems like it was the right decision after he went five and a third. He he gave up seven hits, four earned runs. He struck out two and uh, gave up two home runs. So, you know, if you look at the box score and you look at the line, it doesn't look like he pitched as well as I'm telling you that he pitched. But I know that he pitched as well as I'm telling you because... There was really only two mistakes for him tonight, and that would be the home run to Josh Harrison, the three-run homer, and then the home run to Juan Soto. So Ryan Weathers looking great, and this game was just back and forth for a lot of it. If you like back and forth games, you like this one. It was 3-0 Padres. Then they tied the Nationals tied it up 3-3. Then the Padres went up against 6-3, and then it was 6-4, and the Padres moved it to 7-4 and put it out of reach with Mark Melanson coming in to get the save. And you got to give it to the bullpen tonight. They kept it together once again. They had uh, one, two, three, four, five pitchers come in after Ryan Weathers. None of them gave up a run. And uh, they were able to uh, stave off the Nationals late in the game. Austin Adams, Emilio Pagan, Tim Hill, Drew Pomerantz, and then Mark Melanson. So lots of good stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to go through... Uh, all of the highlights, we're going to talk to Coach John Katera a little bit later, and we're going to hear from Jace Tingler in the post game about tonight's win. We're also going to take your calls, so if you want to give us a call and you're leaving the ballpark right now, please uh, let us know how tonight was. Let us know how that Fernando Tatis Jr. throw early in the game 
look what it looked like and what it felt like in that stadium because it was electric, especially after last night's levitation episode. He uh, it, he does it again. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is just one of the most exciting players I have ever seen in my entire life, and I'm not understating that whatsoever. I mean, it, it's just he does something every single night that I have never seen before. And I'm going to get into what I didn't see or what I haven't seen this season yet because there is a uh, a stat that I'm going to give you in the highlight section about that throw from Fernando Tatis Jr. to home. So I'm going to wait to give you that stat in the highlights uh, section of the show. But until then, please give me a call, 833-288-0973, or tweet me at Matt Scraby. We have a lot of fun tonight to get to, and uh, I want everybody to be a part of it. With me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here. I'm looking around. I'm, I'm just excited, and I got one call. Come on, everybody. Call in. Let's share this excitement together, 833-288-0973. Uh, Thomas, has Jay Singler started his press conference yet? He has started the press conference. We are going to go to it in a little bit. Um, we're going to let him talk for, for a second and then uh, get all the information from him about Ryan Weathers, about his decision to pull Ryan Weathers. And um, what he was thinking in that moment. So we'll do all of that when we get back. And, uh, in, yeah, we'll do that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. This is Austin Miller from the San Diego Padres. The 2021 Padres play here, 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby back with you here in the Odyssey Palace after a Padres win over the Nationals 7-4. It was a good game for Manny Machado. It was a great game for Will Myers. He ended up with uh, going 2-for-3 with 5 RBIs tonight, so Will Myers is going to sleep a little bit better tonight, but... That is uh, good to see. Hopefully, Will can get going. I heard Tony throughout the game say that when the lineup is good and Will Myers is good, this lineup is one of the best in baseball. So hopefully, this gets Will Myers going, and hopefully, it gets the rest of the team going. All right, I promised you that stat about Fernando Tatis Jr., so let's relive everything that happened tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by EcoWater SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. This was a pitcher's duel to start, and Ryan Weathers was locked in from the start. The first inning was quick on both sides, but we need to talk about what happened in the top of the second inning. Ryan Weathers gave up a double down the left field line to Jan Gomes, who, by the way, had uh, multiple doubles tonight, was hitting very well. And with Starlin Castro already on base, I think everyone was thinking he would score, but not so fast. Just 24 hours after Fernando Tatis Jr. levitated to make that catch on Ryan Zimmerman, he did this. 2-0 to Gomes, hit hard in the air down the left field line. That will get down and be a fair ball into the corner. It will stay in play. Profar digging it out as Castro rounds third. Tatis's relay is a missile, and he is out at the plate. What a throw by Fernando. And for the second time in the last week, the Padres execute a beautiful relay to throw out a would-be run. Came from right field on the road trip. This one comes from left field both times. It was started by Jerkson Profar. That relay gave me chills. It was executed so perfectly. That is exactly how all coaches want to see it done in spring training. And this one is executed perfectly. Uh, Thomas Andrews is here with me in studio, and we're just listening to that highlight. And you're going to hear that highlight again a couple times tonight. But next time you hear it, listen to the crowd go from a, a, a very quiet rumble to just everybody cheering, knowing what's happening, knowing what they're watching. And uh, if you were to say that Ryan Weathers pitched that, his pitch was 95.1 miles an hour, you would definitely think that Fernando Tatis Jr.'s throw was not even close to being 95.1 miles an hour, right? Well, you're wrong, because, uh, and I was wrong, because Fernando Tatis Jr. threw that ball at 95.8 miles per hour to get Starlin Castro at the plate, and uh, that is the fastest throw that produced an out by an infielder this season. So yet another reason Fernando Tatis Jr. is a much must-watch player. It was, uh, like you heard Tony say, he got chills. It was done to perfection. So that saved a run very early in the game. And this game could have been different if that didn't go the way that it went. And it stopped 
It stopped Starlin Castro from scoring, and it kept the game at 0-0. Fernando stole his 19th base in the bottom of the third, but the game was still scoreless. Let's move to the fourth, and Ryan Weathers with an outstanding start tonight. Sure, he gave up four runs, but outside of a couple bad pitches, he was locked in, and he only threw 47 pitches through four innings. The bottom of the fourth was where things got good for the Padres. The birthday boy, Manny Machado, doubled to lead off the inning. Hosmer singled to left, then Will Myers, who was struggling the last couple weeks, Launched one. Two and one. And Myers hits a fly ball deep to right field. Soto's racing back. Still going back at the wall. Looking up. Going to go. A three-run homer for Will Myers. And the Padres strike first. Number 10 for Myers. And three to nothing. San Diego in the fourth. It's been a while since we've seen that stroke from Will Myers. That patented right center field stroke. Gets a pitch up in the zone here and gets into it. Yeah, I saw it all over Twitter. That was the quintessential Myers opposite field home run. And so that put the Padres up three to nothing. And unfortunately, the lead was short-lived for the Padres with Starlin Castro singling to start the inning. Jan Gomes doubled for the second time of the night. So there were two nationals on with Josh Harrison at the plate. Here it comes. And that is swung on and hit in the air to deep center field. Grisham is racing straight back, still going back. He leaps and it is going to go. A three-run homer for Josh Harrison. His fifth of the year. A line drive just over the fence in straightaway center. Grisham kind of jumped up, crashed into the wall as the ball cleared it. Never had a chance to make a play. And with one swing of the bat, this game is tied 3-3 here in the fifth. Yeah, you heard it. Jesse Agler said just like that, the game was tied. Thomas Andrews and I in the studio were like, "What? come on! Can't you get one inning without having them tied up? Well, we would get that one inning a little bit later in the game. The Padres got their bats started in the fourth, so why not keep it going in the fifth? Grisham singled, Cronenworth walked, then Manny Machado wasn't feeling like playing extras tonight. Not a lot there. 2-2, the pitch to Machado is lined over the head of Escobar and into right center field for a base hit. Grisham had to wait and see. He's going to be waved at third base. The throw will come into second, an RBI single for Manny. And the Padres lead it 4-3. Cronenworth goes around to third base. And a birthday stake for Machado. Well, you know, traditionally you're supposed to give uh, presents to the birthday person but tonight Manny Machado gave presents to everyone else on his birthday and that was one of them Eric Hosmer he followed that up with an RBI single scoring Jake Cronenworth to make it 5-3 and then the newly awakened Will Myers hit a sack fly to right and the game was now at 6-3 in favor of the Padres Ryan Weathers came out for the 6th inning and promptly retired Trey Turner but saw his last batter in Juan Soto Weathers deals and a fly ball out to left center field it's pretty deep Grisham, though, going back, still going back at the wall, looking up, going to go. Juan Soto with an easy stroke sends it out over the left center field fence. His 10th home run of the season. A solo shot in the sixth inning. It is now a 6-4 to four Padre lead. And that would be it for Ryan Weathers. At the time, I was a li- like I said earlier, I was a little perturbed that he came out of the game, but looking back on it being uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. I do think it was the right decision. Although his pitch count at 71, I was just really excited for what I was seeing from Ryan Weathers, and I really w- wanted him to kind of work through some of the trouble that he was getting himself in just to see if he could do it and just to prove to himself he could do it. But... I'm not the manager, and that is why I'm sitting in this seat, because I don't make the right decisions in those situations. But Ryan Weathers, he goes five and a third. He gave up seven hits, four earned runs, struck out two, and gave up two home runs. But he did pick up the win. He moves to four and two on the season. So that was an awesome start for Ryan Weathers. And if you were uh, if you if you watched the game tonight or heard the game tonight, you loved what you saw from him. Let's go to the bottom of the seventh after Manny Machado fouls a ball right off his knee that took him a couple minutes to recover from. It looked like it hurt. He doubled the center, and after review, the call was upheld and he was safe. That leads us to Will Myers with Manny Machado on second. Here's the 0-1 pitch, and Will the hard hit liner into left field. That's a base hit. That'll get Manny home. What a night for Will Myers. Machado scores, Will into second base. His fifth run batted into the night. His 11th double of the year. And 7-4, Padres in the seventh. This is a completely different lineup when Will Myers is swinging the bat the way he has today. 
Thank you, Tony, for saying what I said earlier. I appreciate that. No, I got it from you, Tony Gwynn Jr. Yes, that is true. I mean, it does look completely different. And Will Myers, I can't imagine being Manny Machado after fouling that ball right off my knee, not even really being able to to stand up straight for a little bit because it hurt so bad, then doubling and having to run a second, slide into second, and then have a review to tell you that you were safe, and then having Will Myers uh, drive you in, so you got to run from second back to home. I'm hoping that Manny Machado's knee is okay because it looked like it hurt, and I'm sure it's going to be a little bit sore, but Manny Machado is a warrior, and he moved on in the game. He did not take himself out. Of course he didn't take himself out on his birthday, his 29th birthday. Well, after an event-free-ish eighth, the Shark, four-time All-Star Mark Melanson, Melanson, came on to try and get the save. 2-0. Here's the pitch, and Trey Turner swings, hits it in the air off the end of the bat to right. Will Myers going back onto the warning track, reaches up, makes the over-the-shoulder catch, and the ball game is over. Mark Melanson, in his first appearance since being named to his fourth All-Star team, comes out and works a 1-2-3 top of the ninth inning, made a great defensive play, and the Padres even this series with a 7-4 win over the Washington Nationals. And that was it for the game. The Padres win a much-needed, get a much-needed win tonight after knowing that the Dodgers and the Giants both lost. So two nights in a row. I mean, before that, they hadn't had that situation since, like, early June or maybe even late May where both the Dodgers and Giants lost on the same day. That happened yesterday. They weren't able to take advantage of it, but it happened again tonight, and they were able to take advantage of it. So they did pick up a full game on them, and we will go through the standings a little bit later in the out-of-town scoreboard when we talk about what happened in those games. But um, if you're on the line holding right now, Kathy and Sean, please keep holding. We have to hear from the manager, Jace Tingler, see what he said. So we're going to do that. We're going to go and find out what Jace Tingler had to say post game to the media, and then we're going to take your calls. So let's do that right now and see what Jace Tingler thought about tonight. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Hey, Jace, congratulations on the victory tonight. How nice was it to see contributions from every part of your lineup, every one of your starters and your pinch hitters getting hits tonight? Yeah, both. Uh, everybody tonight, everybody got in and, and contributed. Like you said, both pinch hitters, Pham and Kim, came in, put uh, good at-bats up, and uh, were able to get hits. Um, I just thought, like, overall, you know, like Ryan gave us exactly what we needed. He did a good job with uh, – um, you know, going after him. He did a, he did a really good job. He was efficient with his uh, pitches. Uh, I thought team-wise, you know, um, you know, Ryan had a good uh, pick move in the first. We finished the, uh, the, the rundown. Uh, we had a really nice cut and relay from uh, Profar uh, to Tatis, one-hop throw, Victor with the, the, the catch and tag. Uh, Profar with some nice plays going back on a ball also. Uh, maybe took away a double by getting to it. And so, uh, and then the, the, the pitchers as well uh, did a good job fielding their position. So overall, just, just some of those details, uh, everybody picking up one another and, and doing their job. So, and then, and then also to your point, uh, the guys swung the bats really well. I thought, um, you know, Manny, uh, Haas, Will, I thought they were, they were dangerous all night. And that, that was great to see as well. How important was that defense in the second inning, not only Profar's catch, but that relay? And, and how nice is it to see a relay executed about as perfectly as you can after all the work you guys put in to do that? Yeah, when, when you see it, the big thing about those are such momentum plays, and they, and they can shift one way or the other. And so, um, you know, for us to execute that that right, you know, Profar gets to it, gets, gets it to Tatis and throws a, a very good long hop in where Victor can handle it and tag, and it just swings momentum. And uh, I think it gives Ryan confidence to, to get right back in the zone and get going. So uh, it's nice to see everyone pick everyone up. And, um, you know, we needed that today. Speaking of Ryan, it looked like early in the game, he did a better job of trying to attack guys and go at them. And then later it looked like he started to use a slider and just change up a little bit more as well. Did you see a little bit of growth in him tonight in, in those areas? I, I, I really did. And, and uh, he was so efficient with his pitches. Um, you know, if it wasn't for – uh, the three-run inning with, you know, single-double homer, and it happened kind of quick. Um, but besides that, he was kind of lined up to go, you know, a little bit deeper. 
but where we were in the game, I didn't, um, you know, we, we had some guys in the bullpen kind of ready to go. And, and uh, you know, I took him two and a half uh, times through the lineup. And then, you know, I thought uh, being able to get it to, to, to Adams and Pagan and Palm, uh, obviously Hill came up uh, big tonight. Um uh, as well with, uh, you know, facing runners in, in scoring position and having to face Soto there uh, and then to Melanson. So um, those guys all did their jobs. And like I said, it was just a, a really good team win tonight. Thank you, Jason. We'll go to AC. Can you talk about that matchup, uh, Hill, Soto, two nights in a row, striking him out. It's a dangerous hitter. Uh, I know the matchup, that's why you brought him in. But just you talk about your decision there and, and how good a job Tim is doing. I mean, Tim's been a warrior all year. Um, he's he, he's posted up and uh, he's come up big in those moments. And and uh, you know, having to they don't have many lefties uh, in, in their lineup. Um, and uh, the one I have is, uh, in my opinion, he's the the best at just seeing the lanes. I mean, you can't get him to budge out of the zone. Uh, he's an unbelievable hitter, and and uh, you know, just. Uh, believe so much in Tim and, and just rolling the dice there. Um, and, and so, like I said, he's been so big for us all year and uh, he's been there before. And, and so uh, that was uh, the matchup we went with tonight. Why do you think Ryan is able to, to still get these guys so unaware at first at times this far into the, his career? Um, it, it's such a move. I mean, a good move, you know, I'm over there, you know, in the dugout and, and, uh, you know, half the time, uh, I know when he's picking, um, and, and, you know, you can't pick it up. He does a, such a good job of maintaining his just momentum, the speed of his delivery. And it's the same in, in his pick and he does a really good job with it. That was Padres manager, Jace Tingler speaking with the media after the game. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres post game show after a Padres win over the Nationals seven to four. And uh, I kind of felt like an idiot after I tweeted out my thing about Ryan Weathers and how I was a little angry he got taken out. But after hearing Jace Tingler, he said he was going to leave him in. But he's he thought, you know, we got some guys ready to go. And uh, why why uh, try to risk that? And uh We'll we'll talk to coach about that in a second. See what he thinks about taking Ryan Weathers off out of the game. But I want to take a few phone calls real quick. If you want to join us, eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three, and then we're going to talk to Coach John Cantera. He is back from his vacation, so let's start with Kathy. I know that Kathy, you were at the game tonight. How was everything? It was so electric, gravy just being there, just the energy of everybody. It was awesome to watch and. The fact that the Dodgers and the Giants lost, and we finally took advantage of it. Of so course. Tell me about that. Incredible. Tell me about that Fernando Tatis Jr. throw early in the game. Did you? Uh, where were you? Uh, were you sitting in the stands when that happened? Oh yeah, I mean, we in fact we were like right down the uh, left field line, so we saw it. Perfect. And it was just it's like I couldn't believe he actually made that throw. It was it was really great. It was really great. I mean, that thing was the fastest throw in uh, from an infielder to produce an out this season. So ninety five point eight miles an hour. But it, it seemed like the uh, it seemed like Petco Park was rocking like it has been since they opened it back up to full capacity. Well, that's what I was telling my friends. It's like you know, just the energy tonight was probably the biggest I've seen since you know, because obviously there's more people there, but. Even in 2019, yeah, we didn't have a winning season, but it just, you know, it's it's so nice to see everything, you know, I keep repeating myself, but just the energy was just, <laughs> just it made me feel, you know, just more alive and watching the game. It Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Kathy, for the phone call. Appreciate it. As always, bringing us uh, some of the perspective from the game, and we will talk to you very soon. Uh, I'm glad that you had fun at the game. Let's go to Sean real quick and uh, see what positive Sean has to say about something tonight on the positive win. Yeah, it's all positive today. Nothing negative, actually. So, um, Madam Chato, great. He got so much hits on his birthday. That was a good play at home plate. Um, and it was just a good game. Hopefully, I was there yesterday that we'll bounce back, and we did bounce back. So, I was right about that, and I think we'll win those two games in beat the Rockies and get back into swing of things and get back in first place hopefully soon. 
That's very true. Thank you, Sean, for the phone call. Positive Sean did call yesterday, and he said the same exact thing. He said they're going to get it tomorrow. They're going to get back on track. They're going to beat the Nationals three games in a row, and then they're going to beat the Rockies, and then they're going to be kings of the National League West going into the All-Star break. I added that last part, but I I thought it sounded pretty good. Okay, Coach is back from his vacation. I am looking forward to talking with him. So let's go out to him right now. Coach John Katera joins us here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, I'm Matt Scraby. It's the Padres winning over the Nationals 7-4. to So let me start with this, Coach. Number one, glad to have you back. Number two, what did you think about Ryan Weathers' performance tonight, and did you agree with Jace Tingler's decision to take him out when he did? Um, well, first of all, I thought Ryan uh, threw the ball very, very well. I think uh, his overall numbers, I think, uh, for five and a third, uh, seven hits, four and runs, you'd say, well, it wasn't all that great. I thought he threw the ball exceptionally well tonight. I was disappointed that he got taken out, but I, I certainly understand that uh, Jace Tingler, uh, they need to get wins, uh, Matt. Uh, and you know what? He he wants to get as many wins before the All-Star break as possible. Uh, he knew that the Dodgers had, had lost in 10 innings. He knew the Giants were getting beat, and, and he he wanted to, you know, try to gain a game. They missed out on that opportunity yesterday, and I think more than anything else, he's still going to protect this young kid. And uh, overall, I'm glad Ryan Weathers is back up from AAA. I'm glad he's in the rotation, and if they've got to baby him the rest of the year, so be it. But uh, this kid's got a tremendous future ahead of him, and I'm seeing him grow. I really like the way he uh, attacked the strike zone tonight. He wasn't nibbling. I heard him in the postgame talk about that. that. That's the one thing I love about this kid. He is not fearless. You've got to trust your stuff. He's got outstanding stuff, and he goes right at these hitters. And, hey, you know what? You let them put the ball in play. More times than not, it's going to be an out. I mean, it's tough to get a hit, especially against the defense the Padres have. So, you know, uh, limit uh, your walks, uh, limit the opponent's opportunity to hit with runners uh, on base, and you're going to have, I think, a pretty good night. And overall, uh, I think it was a pretty good night. He picks up his fourth win of the year in his ERA now for a, a young kid that we didn't know if he was going to be in the big leagues this year or not. Uh, four and two with a 3.02 ERA. That's pretty damn good. That is really, really, really good. And uh, let's talk about that play early in the game. I believe it was in the second inning when they had the relay right. from Profar to Tatis, and then they were able to get uh, Juan, or who was it, Starlin Castro at home plate. I mean, that that throw from Fernando Tatis Jr., I'm sure you heard me say it was the fastest uh, throw that has produced an out for an infielder this season. Tony said it gave him chills. What did you think when you were watching it? Well, being a guy that coached for a long period of time at a variety of different levels, it was picture perfect. And, you know, Tatis, everybody's going to be talking about uh, Fernando's throw, and it was fantastic. One hopper, uh, knee high or thigh high to Caratini and able to make the tag. But really, the guy that made the play and deserves a lot of credit is Jerickson Profar because he went into the corner and he picked that ball up barehanded. And one of the things that you – Uh, talk to your outfielders about when you're working with outfielders, Matt, is you want them to get that ball and get it out of their hand as quickly as possible. You don't want to take like a, a crow hop or an extra step. He got that ball. He put his weight on his right leg, just took that little step forward and got rid of that ball very, very quickly. If he doesn't do that, that play's never going to happen. It really started with Profar, and it finished with a, a great throw by Tatis to the plate. But, I mean, if you were going to go out tomorrow and work with a, a high school ball club, a college club, you'd want to show that. That was picture perfect. That's the way you want to do it time in and time out, and that's what those guys work on in spring training. So I, I was just so fired up about it. But having coached a little bit in college outfielders, I really looked at what Profar did, and he was the guy that really got that whole play started by the way he went into the corner, picking the ball up barehanded, getting his weight. When he reached down, he got his weight on his right thigh to where he could come up, just go forward and get rid of that ball without taking that extra step. That's a good breakdown of that. I mean, because, like you said, it's milliseconds. If if they take any more time, it doesn't even matter how much time, it probably doesn't happen. And so that is just one of the things about the, the Padres defense that we all love here in San Diego is that they're able to do stuff like that. Manny Machado going three for four. Will Myers going uh, two for three with five RBIs. Let's uh, talk about the birthday boy, Manny Machado. And, and what what about his toughness? I mean, fouling that ball off of his knee, then doubling and having to run to second, slide into second, and then having to uh, run from second to home. 
I mean, I, I don't know how many players around baseball are able to do that. So, you know, uh, the, the, what, what's the, what do people say about him? He doesn't hustle. He's not a leader. Well, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And, and he showed it tonight. Uh, Manny is playing great baseball. It, it's really kind of odd that in, in the last three days, I've seen two players foul balls off on their right leg being right hand hitters. You never see that. You never see that. But I've seen it uh, two times in the last three days, and I'm glad Manny was able to uh, stay in the ball game, and then he ripped the double and a great slide at second base. They reviewed it, and he stayed on the bag. That was great. Manny's playing great baseball. And, you know, the other night uh, when I'm sitting around here and they announced, uh, you know, what was it, at 2.30, I guess, uh, on Sunday they announced the All-Star team, and Mm -hmm. he wasn't on it. You know, I said I was really ticked off and people weren't paying attention, and I really believe that. I mean, and I talk more about Manny's defense than I did his offense because, you know, Matt, if they end up changing the shift rule to where you can only keep, you know, two guys on each side and you can't, you know, go to the shift, Yeah, it's going to be because of a guy like Manny Machado. Manny Machado is created real havoc defensively for opponents this year. And I don't know if people are really paying attention to what he's doing. I know on the East Coast, they you know they don't get uh, a lot of uh, the regular game action. They get the highlights. They're not going to show a guy you know making a play out in short right field too often uh, when they're showing you know 15 seconds of Padre highlights. But this guy's been fantastic. And I got to tell you, uh, I know how tough this game is to play. And watching him play third base and the way he throws so accurately from different arm angles, I'm really amazed. And, you know, I knew he was a really, really good player when we uh, signed him after he became a free agent in Baltimore. But, you know, it was kind of like, you know, I didn't watch a lot of the 4 o'clock games because more more times than not I was at Petco Park, you know, getting ready for a Padre game, down talking to players and watching batting practice. But when I saw him, I knew he was a great player. But now that I get to watch him day in and day out, I have a greater appreciation for Manny Machado, and uh, you know he really has become the leader of this baseball team. And uh, I can't say enough. And the other thing, I think Manny's—he's gotten a little bit older. I think he appreciates the fans a little bit more. I know today when he was driving in to Petco, he stopped his SUV and signed a ton of autographs before he, uh, you know, ever uh, parked the car. And those are things guys like Machado and and Tatis. I know he's good about that. That's what. A true superstars mm-hmm. too. I mean, Tony Gwynn, and I could go on a diatribe. Tony Gwynn would sign every autograph as long as you came up and said, you know, Tony or Mr. Gwynn, but Tony always wanted you to say thank you after you received an autograph. But, you know, these are what the, the kids remember, and that's how you grow your fan base. And, and I think Machado and Tatis, I think a lot of the guys are doing a great job of really uh, getting this uh, entire community galvanized on Padre Baseball, and I'm really excited about it. I can hear it in your voice, Coach. I can definitely hear it in your voice, and you're absolutely right about Manny Machado maturing and, and being – he's 29 years old today, and he does seem like he understands the, the things that are off the field that maybe necessarily some other players don't really realize until they get a little bit older. But it's this team is so much fun to watch, and this team is just going to be – continue to be so much fun to watch the rest of the season. Last thing for me, Coach, uh, the bullpen came out and went threw up uh, zero all the way through how in the world is this bullpen still able to do what they've been doing all season well it's a good question and i think uh number one uh, i think a lot of these guys are looking forward to that the, the four-day vacation i bet they get are here at the end of the week but they've still got work to do they got two more tough games against washington and don't think colorado is going to come in here and lay down for the padres over the weekend for three games so they need to you know uh uh, tighten it up a little bit. You know, the bullpen tonight, I didn't think was as sharp as it normally is. And I think fatigue has set in. You know, Austin Adams went two-thirds of an inning, had two strikeouts, but walked two batters tonight. Pagan, two-thirds of an inning, two walks tonight. Uh, Tim Hill uh, comes in and uh, did a nice job and is a third of an inning. Struck out Soto there in the seventh inning, and Pomerantz came in, uh, gave up a hit, a walk, and Melanson, I thought, was the best tonight. I thought Mark came in, and, you know, he's had his struggles recently, but he really got uh, the Washington Nationals to go down pretty meekly there in the ninth inning for his 26th save. He absolutely did. All right, Coach, thanks so much uh, for joining us here on the postgame show. You'll be on tomorrow from noon to 3 to talk about this win and talk about tomorrow night's game. And uh, on Thursday, we got a really good one. we got Max Scherzer versus Hugh Darvish. So that is must-watch baseball right there. Well, you know what, Matt? 
Let's get the game tomorrow night. We got Pat yes, going against course. Patrick Corbin. Uh, let's get tomorrow night and then let's win the series at uh, that six ten game on Thursday night. Yes, I'm already looking ahead to Thursday, but you're right. We need to stay on Wednesday, so we'll do that. Thank you so much, Coach, for joining us, and glad to have you back. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All righty, Maddie. Thanks. Good to be back. All right, Coach John Quintero joins us here on the post game show, or joined us here on the post game show. You can hear him from noon to three weekdays here on ninety seven three. The fan. Okay, when we get back, we're going to name the play. We're going to do the play of the game. We're also going to hear from one or two players. I'm not real sure. Thomas Andrews is going to have to tell me what we're going to do here in the break. But uh, the Padres, they pick up the win 7-4. to four. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas gave me the he's going to sleepy by look. And, and he has a small child at home, so I completely understand why he is tired. I am not tired. I am ready to go. We'll come back here in a couple minutes. Padres win 7-4 on 97.3 The Fan. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. 2-0 to Gomes. Hit hard in the air down the left field line. That will get down and be a fair ball into the corner. It will stay in play. Profar digging it out as Castro rounds third. Tatis' relay is a missile, and he is out at the plate. What a throw by Fernando. And for the second time in the last week, the Padres execute a beautiful relay to throw out a would-be run. Came from right field on the road trip. This one comes from left field both times. It was started by Jerkson Profar. That relay gave me chills. It was executed so perfectly. That is exactly how all coaches want to see it done in spring training. And this one is executed perfectly. That was our play of the game. How could it not be that throw from Fernando Tatis Jr., the the uh, throw from Jerks and Profar? I think two nights in a row, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be on the uh, Sports Center top 10. He has to be. Well, I know he was last night, but he has to be tonight. He has to be. Matt Scraby back with you here in the Odyssey Palace, 97-3. The fan, the Padres beat the Nationals 7-4 in Game 2 of a four-game series. They pick up a full game on the Dodgers and the Giants. We'll get into that in the out-of-town scoreboard in a little bit. But uh, I, I just that that play, that throw by Fernando, it was just it was a tone setter. And, and if they don't get that out, they don't get Castro at the plate. Who knows what's going to happen? They go up one nothing in the second inning, and it's shades of yesterday all over again. Last night all over again, but not to be because uh, he got him out, and it was zero zero. And Will Myers hit that home run in the bottom of the fourth. We're going to hear from Will Myers here in just one second about his big night. But let's take a phone call. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973, uh, 833-288-0973, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby. I can read some of your tweets if you have anything that you would like uh, to say on the postgame show. So let's go to Art. I believe in Mira Mesa. That's what it says on the phone screener. Art, uh, how's it going tonight? What, what What's on your mind? Fantastic, man. Hey, I'm digging your energy tonight. Mr. Scraby, thank you. Bring it. Love it. Hey, now I was with you. Uh, I thought Kingler got the hook too early, but it turned out fine. I still think he needs to let these guys, you know, pitch longer in the end of the game, just for the experience. But like, like you said, I'm not a manager, so it turned out great. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I in the moment, it was one of those decisions where Thomas and I were both a little disappointed. We just w- really wanted to see what Ryan Weathers could do when he needed to grind something out, and and that that could be done. I mean, he he's young. He's like a 21 or 22 year old pitcher. He's already. I, I kind of forget that sometimes, and I think uh, some of us forget that that he's that young because he looks like he's yeah. a 28, 29 year old veteran pitcher. Yeah, I had no clue he was that young. Hey, bro, keep it up. All right, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, I appreciate everyone's phone call. If you want to give me a call, 833-288-0973. Got a tweet from uh, at Ben Lacey, and he said, at Matt Scraby, good job on the post game. So thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. Thomas is falling asleep over there, so I have to, you know, his his one-year-old kid is keeping him up at night. I can't hear about that anymore. Jeez, so I'm going to bring the energy and keep him awake. All right, I got a little too ahead of myself there. Matt Scraby here with you. Padres win 7-4, to four, but we're going to hear from the... Ah, I hate to say he's the hero of the game, but he is the hero of the game because Manny Machado on his birthday was also a hero of the game. But let's hear from the co-hero of the game, Will Myers. 
Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Hi, Will. Hey, what's um, up? Uh, when, when you're going well, you seem to be driving balls to, to the opposite field, to that right center field. What is it about that that, that kind of when things are clicking for you, that's, that's what's good? Do you feel like that tonight's home run could be an indication in that direction? Yeah, no, it was good. And, you know, I've definitely had some times, you know, I've hit the ball to right field. I think uh, right now me and he's kind of sat down and, and went over some things to kind of clean up some stuff. And I think uh, over the last two days, I've seen some um, some movement forward in my swing to, to, to kind of get me going. So I like that. I think obviously, you know, hitting the ball to right center just allows – uh, you just stay on balls much better. Um, you know, it, it creates some length in your swing to be able to catch some balls out, breaking balls out front and, and do some damage with them. So right now, um, you know, just uh, working with ease on some things, uh, sticking to those, carrying them into the game and trying to execute them there. So, uh, yeah, the right center home run tonight was big. Uh, that's definitely something that uh, is a, a key for me to, to when I'm going well, that's what I'm doing. So, How would you sum up the, your, your first half of the season and maybe some areas you need to work, work on or progress in? second yeah yeah no I mean this first half's been you know it's it's been okay uh you know I definitely got off to a hot start and kind of went through some uh some things uh you know with the swing but uh you know that's the way the game goes sometimes uh it is what it is the thing I like is uh that I have done even though haven't been swinging it super well it's kind of you know maintaining you know floating around you know the average instead of really dipping uh so right now that I kind of liked what I did even though it wasn't wasn't super great I feel like I maintained some things pretty well uh during that and uh, you know you just want to do that until you get hot again I feel like uh you know those are the things that kind of comes and goes but uh you know you you stick with it you keep grinding and uh, eventually you'll come out of it Did it fire up the dugout at all to kind of see Manny gut through the I mean whatever he's dealing with these Yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's it's always good to see somebody, anybody overcome something like that. Uh, obviously, you know, Manny's extremely respected in the clubhouse uh, with the guy. So, uh, you know, as the leader, you know, uh, of the team, you know, to see that right there and come up with a double and hustle to second base is pretty cool. Good, AC. Well, what did you like about the way that you guys got this win tonight? I mean, it was there was defense, uh, there was pitching, uh, there clearly was a lot of offense. It was like one of your more complete yeah 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 no that was nice it was definitely cool to see you know all over all around the field doing some stuff uh you know obviously uh you know from the offensive standpoint be able to go out and uh you know score some runs with runners in scoring position get those big hits uh you know that's really what it's about especially from the offensive side uh you know i thought weathers threw the ball really well uh you know just that one pitch there but our bullpen came in and shut it down uh you know just overall it was uh you know a good team win if i feel like everybody was doing the right things on each side of the ball Will Myers there, and I believe Will Myers, if all goes according to plan, he will be on Friar Friday with Gwen and Chris this Friday. So heading into the All-Star break, our final Friar Friday before the first half officially closes. Appreciate Will Myers there on the post-game show. Uh, the Padres beat the Nationals 7-4. to They end up, the Padres had 14 hits tonight. I, You know, the game was, Thomas and I were talking about this, and and I know that it's kind of annoying when people talk about the game when they're working a game, but I mean, you know, sometimes it's a little long. I, I think all of us don't really like four hour baseball games, but this game was cruising through the first four innings. It was like an hour and 10 minutes or so, and uh, it, it was already into the fifth inning, but then the floodgates opened and the Padres scored a bunch of runs. So I'll take that all day. As long as it's on the Padres side where they win, Thomas always says it doesn't matter if it's a seven hour game. As long as the Padres win, I'm okay with it. And I agree with that 100%. So. Appreciate Will Myers there. He had a, he went two for three tonight with five RBIs and his co-player of the game, Manny Machado. He did not get an interview tonight, so that is why we did not have him in the player of the or the uh, clubhouse interview. But Manny Machado went three for four as well. If you want to tweet me, you can at Matt Scraby. Got a tweet from at Crusaders Brown. Love listening to Matt Scraby. Love the energy this late into the night. Go Padres. Thank you, Crusader Brown. I uh, appreciate you telling me that you like the energy because I've had so much caffeine and coffee. I am not going to sleep tonight. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, it'll probably be like a 4 a.m. bedtime. All right. When we get back here on 97.3 The Fan, we are going to name our player of the game. Yes, I'm getting the yes. We're also going to go through that out of 10 scoreboard, and we're going to update you on the home run tally because we did have a home run tonight. So, 
the Padres may have moved up in the stand or the uh, home run rankings in baseball. So we'll do that when we get back on the Padres post game show after a Padres win over the Nationals seven to four, and they pick up a full game on the Giants and the Dodgers. We'll talk about that in just about three minutes here on ninety seven three The Fan. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. Here's the 0-1 pitch. And Will, the hard hit liner, into left field. That's a base hit. That'll get Manny home. What a night for Will Myers. Machado scores. Will into second base. His fifth run batted into the night. His 11th double of the year. And 7-4, Padres in the 7th. This is a completely different lineup when Will Myers was swinging the bat the way he has today. Matt Scraby back with you here on the Padres postgame show, 97-3 the fan after a Padres win over the Nationals. Will Myers is the player of the game for his five RBI effort tonight. He went two for three on the night. He scored one run, but he drove in five. He uh, hit his 10th home run in the fourth inning off of Fetty with two on. So that was a three-run homer that got the uh, scoring started for the Padres. So big, big, huge night for Will Myers in his uh, backwards hat snap Snapback hat. I like that look. I do. I really do. I can't wear it like Will, though. Will Will has a better look with the backwards snap than I do. But anyway, he is our player of the game, and hopefully this is something that will spark him going forward a little bit and uh, get him back to where the Will Myers we saw earlier in the season. Okay, I told you we're going to update everything that's going on around baseball, and it's a big night for the Padres, so let's find out why. Time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. We'll get to those scores uh, in the National League West in just one second, but the Orioles took down the Blue Jays at home in Baltimore, 7-5. to The Pirates eke out another win over the Braves, 2-1. to The Braves have now lost two in a row against the Pirates in Pittsburgh. And uh, they fall to 41 and 44 on the season, the Braves do. So not good for the Braves. All right, to that Dodgers and Marlins game. The, they were tied up at one after regulation ended. And this is what happened to give the Marlins the win. Leo won outside. Off the catcher's mitt, Marte breaks for third. The throw on a bounce gets away. Marte gets up. He's running home. He's going to go with a head first dive. He scores. The Marlins walk it off on a wild pitch and an errant throw. The Marlins beat the Dodgers 2-1 to one in 10 innings. That is the second straight win for the Marlins over the Dodgers. Blake Trinan takes the loss for the Dodgers. Now, the Marlins are a team that I'm a little nervous about because the Padres have to go play them on the road right after the All-Star break. So as soon as the All-Star break is over, they're in Washington, they have to go to Atlanta, and they have to go to Miami. So hopefully by that point in time, Miami is done killing the National League West teams. We'll get to the Giants score in just one second. The Rangers beat the Tigers 10-5 to tonight in Texas. The Phillies beat the Cubs 15-10. to Aaron Nola gets the win for the Phillies, and Jake Arrieta takes a loss for the Cubs. Now, the Cubs are now tied with the 1880 Buffalo Bisons for second most consecutive losses after throwing a no-hitter. They can tie the 1925 Brooklyn Dodgers tomorrow for that honor. That is uh, pretty incredible. They've lost 11 in a row right after they threw that no-hitter in L.A. After they left town in the Padres and they beat up on the Padres this year. I think they won five out of the six games against the Padres. But the Cubs are coming back to earth, and now they are two games under 500. The Royals took down the Reds 7-6 to in Kansas City. And the Astros also, they beat the A's 9-6 to at home in Houston. White Sox took down the Twins 4-1 to in Minnesota. The uh, Red Sox fell to the Angels 5-3. to Shohei Otani gets the win. He moves to 4-1 and on the year, 3.49 ERA. And uh, Iglesias gets the save for the Angels, and that is his 17th save. Another uh, forgotten National League West game, the Diamondbacks in the Rockies in Arizona. The Diamondbacks, they win 4-3. to three. So who would have thunk it? Those poor guys, though. I say poor guys. I mean, they're all professional baseball players. But the Diamondbacks are 24-63 and 63 on, this, on the year. That is just awful. I mean, that, that is just not good whatsoever. Okay, so now the other game that the Padres needed 
for uh, to they needed a team to lose would be the Giants and the Cardinals. And if the Giants lose this game, the Padres were had a, a chance to pick up a full game in the National League West standings. Thomas, play the highlight. A lead at first base for Goldschmidt. The right side of the infield wide open. The 3-2 pitch with the runner going. A swing and a high fly ball. Deep left field. And it's a gunner for Arnado. 2-0 Cardinals in the top of the first at Oracle Park in San Francisco. Oh, that was it. All right. Arenado going yard in San Francisco. But the Cardinals did beat the Giants 6-5. So the Giants now losing two in a row. Good, good thing for the Padres. Adam Wainwright picks up the win for the Cardinals. Johnny Cueto, he takes the loss for the Giants. He moves to 6-5 on the season. The Yankees, in the middle of some struggles, they beat up on the Mariners 12-1. to And by the way, the Mariners, did you know that they're 45-41 and on the season right now? The Mariners are playing good baseball. So, But the uh, tonight, the Yankees in Seattle took them down. They had 18 hits in the game. So, ugh, Yankees, yuck. Sorry if you're a Yankees fan out there. Uh, two games were postponed. The Mets and the Brewers were postponed. They're going to make it up tomorrow. And the Indians and the Rays were postponed, and they're going to make it up tomorrow as well. And that's weird that the Rays, I believe the Rays are at home, but um, I'm not sure why because they're playing a dome. But I'm not going to try to figure it out right now because it says rain. I know that stadium isn't really the greatest. Maybe they have like a leak in the roof or something. I don't know. I don't know. So let's pick up the standings right now for the National League West. The... Giants are 53 and 32. They lead the division right now. The Dodgers are 53 and 33. They're in second half game back of the Giants. And now the Padres with that win and the two losses, they are now three and a half games back of the first place San Francisco Giants with five games left this week. So there's still plenty of opportunity for the Giants to catch or for the uh, Padres. Sorry, Padres to catch the Giants and the Dodgers by the all-star break. All right, what else do we got going on here? Matt Scraby, I'll just say my name, so if you don't know. Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. Oh, yes, we have the home run tally. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres radio network. Well, yes. And Myers hits a fly ball deep to right field. Soto's racing back, still going back at the wall, looking up, going to go. A three-run homer for Will Myers. And the Padres strike first. Number 10 for Myers. And three to nothing, San Diego in the fourth. It's been a while since we've seen that stroke from Will Myers. That patented right center field stroke gets a pitch up in the zone here. And gets into it. Getting a little slap happy here in the Odyssey Palace right now. It's late. It's 11.45 at night. I'm talking over highlights. And Thomas is making jokes over here. He's a comedian. The Padres, that was their 106th home run of the season. And they are now alone at 12th place in all of baseball for home runs. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays lead it with 127. So, I mean, the Padres are right there. Right there in the home run race. Matt Scraby. Padres postgame show after a Padres win 7-4 to over the Nationals. The Padres are now 51-37 and on the year. Ryan Weathers picks up the win for the Padres 4-2 and on the season. Eric Fetty takes the loss for the Nationals 4-5 and on the season. And Mark Melanson, or Melanson, he uh, picks up his 26th save on the season. Lots of good stuff going on for the Padres tonight. All right, the last segment that we have in the postgame show is coming up next. We're going to tease what's going on tomorrow, and we're going to preview that game. We're also going to find out who our relief pitcher of the game is. Usually this is a tough one, and tonight it's even tougher because we have five relievers to choose from. So we'll be back here in three minutes on 97.3 The Fan. Du Casino and Hotel, where you can feast on delicious food in a casual setting and play San Diego's favorite slots and table games. Plus, join their Players Club and get $100 in free instant offers. So bon appetit. And see you at Belly View Casino. This is the national man for San Diego Padres. You listen to San Diego Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Matt Scraby back with you here, and I appreciate that, Denelson Lamette rejoin. I am a big fan of that one. That one's my favorite out of all of them because he just sounds so happy. He just sounds so happy when he's bringing us back to the show. Matt Scraby with you here on a Padres victory night. That's why I think I'm so pumped up. I've also had about 17 cups of coffee tonight, so Padres win 7-4. 
Now, uh, Thomas and I were just arguing about who is going to be the relief pitcher of the game, but uh, I think I won out. So let's go and do that, Thomas. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And our relief pitcher of the game tonight, we had five to choose from. Austin Adams, Emilio Pagan, Tim Hill, Drew Pomeranz. And Mark Melanson, well, we're going to go with Mark Melanson because he picked up his 26th save on the season. He was also the only one who pitched an inning and did not give up anything. A hit, a run, an earned run, a walk, a strike. Or He didn't strike anyone out. He didn't give up a home run either. So we're going to go with Mark Melanson because he also made a great defensive play there in the, bot- or the top of the ninth inning to uh, get one of those outs. Uh, he barehanded the ball and threw a strike right to first base. So Mark Melanson. Is going to be, I should stop saying that because I don't know that that's actually how his name is pronounced. But one time on Gwen and Chris, we had a caller call in saying that he knows the last name is of French origin. And so he said he thinks it's Melanson, but it's actually Melanson. I'm going to start calling it by his name for now, for now. But he is going to be our relief pitcher of the game. Okay, so tomorrow, Padres have another big game against the Nationals and they're going to go up against Patrick Corbin who a couple of years ago was pretty good and uh, we talked to uh, Jesse Doherty of the Washington Post on the show today talking about Patrick Corbin and some of the other pitchers for the Nationals and he has struggled this year. He's 5-7 and seven with a 5.56 ERA. He has 70 strikeouts but he's going to go up against uh, Chris Paddock. He's 4-5, four 4.56 ERA with 75 strikeouts on the season. Paddock has not faced many uh, of the batters in the lineup. The most he's seen is Starlin Castro with three at-bats, so it's going to be all new for the Nationals. Now, uh, Patrick Corbin has uh, he he has seen a lot of the Padres. I believe he was an Arizona Diamondback, and that's why he has seen so many of the Padres. He, uh, Will Myers has 29 at-bats against him, hitting 345. Tommy Pham's probably going to be in the lineup tomorrow. He's hitting 333 against Patrick Corbin, but big matchup for um, Chris Paddock and Patrick Corbin. The Nationals are right there at 41 and 43 on the season, so you can't ever count them out. They're a good team. They just uh, have been injured this year, and they seem to like to do the uh, fall behind early, come back late thing. You know, they did that in 2019 when they won the World Series. But the uh, Padres, they have their guy, Chris Paddock, headed to the mound for a start tomorrow night. The game is going to start at 7.10 p.m., and the pregame show is going to start at 6.10 p.m. with Braden Soprenitz, and uh, the Padres look to pick up another game on the Giants and the Dodgers. Hopefully those two teams lose once again, but they did their job tonight. They did pick up that game that they needed in the standings, and they can feel good about themselves tonight. That is it for me on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening. I am Matt Scraby. Thank you to Thomas Andrews for keeping me company tonight and keeping me sane, doing everything that I need him to do to 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 keep me sane. I already just said it. I don't know why I'm repeating myself. It's 11.53 at night. That's why I'm repeating myself. Thank you to Adam Klug. Thank you to Karen Cerulli. Thank you to Kevin Callahan. Thank you to uh, Jesse Agler. Thank you to Tony Gwynn Jr. Thank you to Dave Marcus. And thank you to everyone for listening tonight. And thank you for all of you who called in and tweeted and all that good stuff. Uh, we'll be back. I'll be back on the post game with you tomorrow night. So if you would like to call in, please do tomorrow night. I'll be here waiting for your phone call, talking about the Padres and the Nationals. But until then, Ben and Woods get started at 6 a.m. Uh, tomorrow, which is in six minutes. And then you have Coach Noon to 3 on the station. Then you have uh, Gwen and Chris and myself from 3 to 6. So looking forward to tomorrow, and I'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us for today's game. For all the latest news on the Friars, stay tuned to your home of the San Diego Padres, 97.3 The Fan, and the Padres Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.